You're listening to the All Things Mariners podcast. By the fans and for the fans. We're news and views on the Claret and Blues. Gan on, man. Have a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the All Things Mariners podcast, where we take the opportunity to talk all things South Shields Football Club. Once again, alongside me, Chris May, I've got Terry Wilkinson, Simon Lane, and Ronnie Pete. Hello, gentlemen. Good evening. Hi, Chris. It's been a, a pretty tumultuous opening five, six weeks of the season. Ultimately, Shields find themselves top of the Evo Stick Premier, but sadly out of the FA Cup. And we're going to start there. Um, <coughs> Saturday's game against Stockport, bitterly disappointing in more ways than one, not just the result, but I think the manner of the defeat. The just, this just seemed to be, it wasn't Shields. It didn't. I mean, apart from um, a bit of a purple patch, a bit of a spell in the second half, maybe half an hour, they just didn't seem to be bonding as a team. And I think probably with so many new players coming in, and we had one or two injuries, one or two knocks, which lost his players or lost his power on Saturday, it's bound to happen. It just so happened it was a, an FA Cup game. Yeah, I think Coggan going off at that time was a hell of a blow. Yeah, it was a real blow. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, I felt as well the, the, the Stockport goal. Well, first of all, I thought you know it was a game between two evenly matched sides. We probably had more quality, mm-hmm. but it didn't come out on the day. No. Um, very little in the way of goalmouth incident. I just felt that the, the way we conceded our goal with the goalkeeping error, it seemed to shake our lads up a bit. Certainly the back four. Mm. I, I think certainly. Uh, there were some individual errors which you wouldn't normally see. No, I mean, uh, I, I was five feet away from um, the goal that we conceded. Yeah. And uh, Liam caught it cleanly and then fell and just simply dropped it. Just and fell. then it was pinball, you know. I've studied the, the highlights that Dan put up. I've looked at the replay of the goal from behind time and again. It looked like, I think it might have been Darren Loff, I'm not certain, but it might have been Darren Loff or, or John Shaw, kind of got in Connell's way. Yeah, it looked like he's giving them a call, yeah. shouting "keep us," but it's just too late. Yeah, th- there was a lot of people in and, that. And, and small also, area. Well, the ball was still bobbling about, and yeah. we, were, we, my my take was that we were outmaneuvered mm. all game. Yeah, and their front their front line outmaneuvered our defenders. Yeah, not just at that moment, but throughout the game. I think they're a strong team, Stockport County. Don't well, it's funny because Jim Gannon talked about how we were going to be a big side yeah. in the homework. I don't know what team he was watching. No. <laughs> yes. I, I think the first 30 minutes, I think we had them absolutely worried. With yes. Adams wide on the right, Foley wide on the left, Finnegan was harrying them. They were making individual errors. Mm. There was one time where there was a, a short back pass that they keeper nearly missed and Finnegan nearly put in. I, think, I actually think they were worried. First 25 to 30 minutes. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think then, I, then I think Cogden went off. Yeah. We, and the we lost character that of the game changed. Yeah. The guys were like, well, I think they, they didn't really know what to do. Yeah. This. But we were talking earlier about, you know, we are a team that hasn't gelled yet with so many players coming in, mm. and, and a few have gone, obviously. Um, it's going to take time. But there were times on Saturday we won the ball from a good tackle. But we lost it on the second touch. Mm. That happened time after time after time. And I think that's what happens when the team isn't in each other's heads. Do you know what I mean? The only... I think the, the occasions I've seen the team gel mm. 
We talk about the, the trinity of Cochrane, Finnegan, Foley, Gillies. Yeah. And nice. we missed him on, on Saturday because the front, well, like we yeah, played yeah, almost yeah. a front four. Yeah. You know, we just seemed to be able to pick space, pick passes, and, and rotate. It was almost like a carousel. Mm. How we were just going from left to right and into mm. the centre, and, and we, it was almost seamless. Where Saturday, Adam's on the right. Um, unbalanced slightly. Slightly unbalanced. With, with we still had a balance. Yeah, you could yeah. see Adams was kind of just out of his comfort zone slightly. We still had that threat. Yeah. And like I say, Coughlin going off, just we just lost that threat completely. And Even if we had Gillies on the bench to come on, yeah. we could continue that fluidity up front. Yeah. We didn't have that person. Okay. Come on, so we, I think he chose to put a midfielder yeah. on, didn't he? And then kind of changed the... It changed the dynamic totally, yeah. And b- b- sort of second half, you know, some big players just became peripheral. And, you know, David Foley, who obviously lacks match, sharp, match yeah. sharpness, he's yeah. not played much in the last year. Um, very little involvement in the game second half. Um, but very little in the way of forward play on both sides. You know, it was, a, it was a game very much played in the middle third, I felt. And, yeah, you said we're outmanoeuvred. Just, yeah, outfought in the end, really. And um, Stockport... Didn't allow us probably to play well, and teams are allowed to perform against us. I don't think you can them. take anything away from Stockport. No, but they, they had a clear game plan. They yeah. were really set pieces as their yeah. main threat. They didn't offer much in any other capacity. Set plays and balls from from, from the flanks were going to be their main threat, and they utilised it. Well, I, I thought their front line actually played a really high line. You talk about defenders. Uh, defences playing high lines well actually their front line played a high line gave our back four no time yeah. on the ball yeah, that's which point. meant and, and you could see why we played long ball yeah no big man up front the ball's going to come straight back yeah it was a lot, we, we were you know and probably quite rightly in, in the circumstances making a lot of longer uh, clearances you know wasn't yeah. wasn't played out from the back as much because you're right they were, it was a high press and just weren't allowed to settle it's funny you should say that because I, and our defence did not look, um, they did not look confident. No. Do you know what I mean? No. I think it was, it was Dylan Morse's, probably, it was probably his poorest game in memory. I can't think of a game where he hadn't, he looked completely out of sorts. He was, he was outmanoeuvred. Mm-hmm. Darren Roth looked short and much, much mm-hmm. sharpest as well. Yeah. Uh, number 11, Darren their Stevenson. Num- their number 11 was very sharp. Mm-hmm. And I thought Niall Bell was sharp when yeah, he came on. very sharp. Stevenson. And Stevenson, and then Bell came on, and he was shot when he came on, and as it just didn't give us any time at all. No. Morse, John Shaw, his passing was off. Yeah. A lot of balls he he, he wasted, um, and just because of their press, we weren't allowed to play, and that's going to happen. Yeah. That, I, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's it's going to happen. I just think it's one of those games that they won't want to look on back on. With pleasure. No, Did not see Lee Pickman's devastation after the game in his yeah. post-match interview. Yeah. That was a game that um, should have been won with the South Shields remotely near their best. So, so for me, I think they were a very organised unit, very, very good. But to beat a team like that, where we are now, one league behind them, the stars have to be aligned, we have to keep our best players on. Yeah. can't have our star player on form injured. You know, it's like FA Cup's a bit of a bonus, but we have like when we played York, we never got any of them type of injuries last year. Quite. Stars were aligned. Everything was going well. Stars were aligned. Yeah. We'll do it, but when they're slightly off, yeah. these teams have got enough yeah. know-how 
yes. pulls it up. I think that's how. That's yeah, yeah I would agree with. That. I mean, the financial, the financial um, yeah. advantages that went nine grand. Nine grand for winner. Yeah, and then they've just got a home draw against Kobe. Wow. I one league of the year. I didn't actually check on that. Kobe. Possibly. Northern counties east? I don't know. No, I think that it could possibly be a National League South. It could be as high oh, as really? that. And yeah. Uh, so one league of the year. Have you still been in the competition? Oh, to put it off. The fallout is obviously we're out of the competition, we've lost the chances of, of that prize money. But I think also we've lost the opportunity of a feel good factor, yeah. um, which has sort of been missing slightly, I think. I think it has, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I, I would agree. But when you're looking on paper, right? It's great. We're top of the league. We're to- exactly, yeah. exactly. We're, we're top of the league. So yeah. was it? We yeah. won five consecutive <laughs> games five in the league. Games. And we only conceded one goal. Yeah, that's right. And then, and, and everybody's thinking that would be a real spur for the, for the cup run, but of course, the cup run hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. You will get the naysayers, and I know we're going to talk about this later on, but you'll get the naysayers. So, what was the point of playing the academy kids the other night against mm-hmm. Morpeth? But so, you know, complete waste it, of time. It's invalid, but they yes. will make that point. Yeah, complete waste of time. We have to remember though that the academy itself had a match the night before. Yes, of course it did. So actually, we didn't feel the academy against Morpeth, did we? No. It just so happened that Morpeth fielded their full first team squad, bar Wayne Phillips, did. in Dubai. Yeah, because they have no other players. Is that where he was? Dubai. I gather. Mm. <laughs> Morpeth don't have the squad where you have. They don't have an academy. They've got to play a full strength side, mm. really. And most of the other clubs in yeah. that division, yeah. or, uh, or the, the Evo Stick Leagues, have to play a virtually a full strength side. And we're a big scout. Exactly. Now, we? Yes. And the previous. Yeah. Previous. <laughs> I'm sure Nick Gray will Yeah, we do, we do, but I mean, um, <laughs> I haven't seen much social media stuff from Morpeth post that match, but Morpeth will know they couldn't have beaten a Shields team, uh, Shields team on song, I wouldn't have thought. No. A Shields side on song. I think the, the, the nearest I've seen. Squad, I mean, the nearest I've seen the word A Shields side on song was Garforth. Um, to an extent, you've got to take into account the, the opposition. Yeah. But the second half against Lancaster, mm. when we we had a front, almost a front four in the carousel. Yeah. It was it was there was fluidity. It was just well confidence. I think it was just yeah. the Foley factor. The Foley factor, I think, yeah, and, and in that game as well, Lancaster, you know, Phil Turnbull just basically quarterback roll, yeah. um, <coughs> pinging balls around to feet for over 50, 60 yards. It was uh, it was great to watch, actually, in that second half after a rather a drab first. Of course, the Lancaster game was the one where Morse, uh, Dylan Morse got a goal because it was his birthday, wasn't it? Because <laughs> it, was, it was actually Titch's goal. It was Titch's goal, you can clearly see that. Right. Although, <laughs> had it been an own goal, it would have gone with the, oh, yes. the goals panel and it would have stuck with them, wouldn't it? The Lancaster game followed a lot of the <coughs> storyline that a lot of our home games have. It's, a, it's trying to break down that part on the bus yeah. and for like just put their driven away for about 30, 35, 40 minutes. And then when the goal comes, that's it, we're in. Yes. And then it all just clicks into place. And this is where I've seen Gillies come in with. Yeah. Because he, if I look back at my notes, he's the one that he was setting up or scoring the first, the first goal to break to break that door. To be um, fair to Josh Gillies as well, I think most, of the, I think over over sixty percent of the bar goals this season, he's yeah. had some sort of yeah. role in it, whether it's uh, assist scoring or mm. whatever. 
Um, terrific, yeah, terrific. Like, He's a very this busy, bustling player, isn't he? Is. Yeah. He's is. got craft going in like that. Yeah. The opening goal in Lancaster. Played a lovely ball through, I think, Mr. Coden. Lovely. He's just got that, that ability and that creativity that I don't think we had last season. But yeah. got it with him. Mm-hmm. Talking of Cogden, I don't know, I'm on a bit off piste here, but was it a hamstring? Hamstring ball. Yeah. Didn't he have a hamstring? Hasn't he just come back from a hamstring? Last season, last he had season. a hamstring. Was it, wasn't, did he not win at the beginning of this season? No. Can't have done. No. no. He's on holiday. Oh, that's right, yes, yes. He's 35. Oh, I know, I know. And it's, these things yeah. do happen. Um, and that's why the signings of Harmison and Foley were necessary. Yeah. Yeah. The kind of not it was yeah negativity I think is was a word that was going around the social media platforms. We've let Armstrong go. We've let Sullivan go. We've let this go. We've let that go. And we haven't replaced him. Da, 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 da. And there was also oh, there was there was that kind of negativity surrounding everything. There was I, I, for one. I can't for one minute imagine that Lee Pickman and Graham Fenton would have sanctioned the the disposal of all the strikers bar one. Without having someone ready to come in, I think they had you somebody. Know. And in mind. for whatever reason, those deals didn't happen. Yeah, one of them was probably Foley. Yeah, and it just took a bit longer to get over the line. Yeah. Um, so it's as though it's almost as though some supporters feel as though like our management team forget how to manage over the summer. Yeah, but you know, it's not because they were trying, but of course you yeah, don't hear about it's that. It's sort of panic. Oh, why they let this one go, or that one yeah. go? You yeah. know, like we're going to have no players. You know, it, it's just I find it extraordinary, really. Like, these two guys who have taken us, you know, like, on this huge journey, you know, and all exactly. of a sudden they've forgotten how to do yeah, it, and they've just let yeah. everyone go and like asset stripping. The it, figures speak for themselves. I mean, it was only what ten years ago that we the hundred wins and one hundred and twenty-two games. Well, sadly, yeah. it's only twenty-four now. But I think we can trust them. Of course, yeah, we yeah. can. Implicitly, there yeah. shouldn't be any argument about that ever. No. <laughs> You're always going to have naysayers. Uh, yeah, I know, but we, some the people. On, the more we improve and the more we build, the more naysayers we'll get. Some people. It is in the minority. Yeah, but some people rejoice in. They hate positivity. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is, you know? Yeah. yeah. They have to see the dark side of something. Why? Well, I think Foley was always on the. Well, you know, now we know he was, probably was always on the cards. Oh, I think he was. Possibly yeah. one other as well. To have let so many strikers go. Yeah. Harmison was probably a, a, a sort of... A, a, a well, we've, 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 we've took a little bit of the cream off the top of the Blythe bottle, haven't we? Obviously, the, the demise of Blythe. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He becomes that was sad, but yeah, yeah. You know. Heavy pitches in the winter. Perfect. Oh, he's perfect. He's, he's, in he's, fact, we could have done with him the second half on, on Saturday. Yeah. He, yeah. he was on the bench. No, he's, he's, he's been back, come back from an injury. We haven't been in a situation where we've been on ball. If he he'd have been there, perfect. Have got him on. Yeah. But he's more than just a, a big clogger. He, he, he does have a good touch. Uh, he's, a, he's a better... He, he's very much in the... When we signed Graham Armstrong last year for the heavy pitches and the hold the line on the, on the difficult nights on the, on the heavy pitches, Harmison's bigger. Mm. He's better. Mm. Um, he's a better footballer. Yeah. So we've... we've Good business. Good business. <laughs> yeah, I think it, when he came on, his, his debut was came on a sub in the seventy-first minute. Yes. He scored in the seventy-eighth. Yes, yeah. yeah. He's um, a big lad. Big lad. Yeah. Fine finish. Yeah. But he does have a good touch. Bit of finish. It's, mo- yeah. it's not just a case of always a big <coughs> lad. But if you look at, you know, we've we let Sullivan go, much to my 
you know, this me our life. I so agree. He, yeah. Um, but he's gone. Mm-hmm. So Foley back in for Sullivan and Harmison in for Armstrong. That's pretty good business. I think so. So to all those who, you know, Ward, you know, I, I said in, in like a previous podcast, I think you know, Lee Mason was probably the closest we got last season to the sort of the Foley role. Mm. We still got Lee Mason. I still think he's got a big, a big he role has to play this season. You could clearly tell, yeah. just how far away from fitness he, he is. is. He was I mean, he was struggling yeah. on Saturday, and I, it was this almost difficult to watch because yeah. he's clearly far, far from full fitness. Yeah, I know, but this is always a problem. We've got that bigger squad, strength and depth, they call it, but one of the byproducts of that is always going to be there's some players when they're not getting the game time and they just get the training session during the week, they're not going to be up to the mark no. when they are given a... And of course, you know, Mays has come back from injury. Yeah. It would have been ideal if you get some minutes against, a few more minutes against Morpeth. Yeah. Um, and then on Saturday, he was... But you could still see the quality's there. Oh, that the quality's come. there. It's just a few seconds yes. behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, clearly unfit. Needs needs yeah. fitness and match sharpness. Um, but the the signings of Foley and Harmison um, <clears throat> hopefully kind of quietened the the negatives out there. The the keyboard warriors out, yeah. out there who yeah. you know. Um, where did they come from? These warriors. Where did they come where from? Where did they come from? Under a stone. Did they? <laughs> <laughs> Under the keyboard. I mean, you know, let me have a rant. It's it's fine to hold a contrary opinion. That's human. Nobody is going to agree about anything. Yeah. But what is wrong is uh, hurling abuse at each other, insults on the internet, when. If you can't say something to somebody's face, then don't mm. say it. You know, it's just totally wrong. Just play nicely, boys. That's mm. that, it, it's not difficult. But as I said earlier, some people rejoice in being negative about the positive idiots. I mean, nothing great was ever in, in, achieved without enthusiasm. John mm. never said that. Come on, then. <laughs> you. No, I can't call Ralph Waldo Emerson, but I've always believed in that. So the signing of David Sorry. Foley, the, yeah. the signing of David Foley, um, the real catalyst, the shot in the arm, mm. because I felt that things were just a little bit flat. Yeah, I think we all felt it was a piece of the jigsaw missing, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, but I just think the whole South Shields Football Club there was a kind of flatlined. You look at attendance figures. Yeah, the club have clearly stated that the budget this year has been set on the proviso that the average attendance will be sixteen hundred. We got. That on the opening day of the league campaign, but since then has been a steady decline to a, a tw- 11, 1200 average. Is that through negativity? Is that through. Well, South, South Shields as a town has a sort of history of indifference towards its football team, isn't it? You know, the clubs have sort of has, has risen and fallen over the, mm. over, the year, over the century, really, the last yep. hundred years or so. So. Uh, Shields is, you know, there's a, there's a big football support uh, core in South Shields. And when something's successful, they'll, they'll back it. I'm not sure at the moment, no, I think we've touched on it before, when the league we're in now, we have no local derbies. You know, 
Um, so there's no real rivalry. Scarborough's one Scarborough, of them. Yeah. But, you know, we've got to wait Whitby, until the end yeah. of the season for that one. Um, so there's no rivalry. And I just, I just think that was the, f- the feeling I got towards the end of last season as well. To be fair, that's why I was surprised the club sort of said we're budget on sixty hundred. I felt that was a bit optimistic. I did. I did. The, 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 yeah. the crowds tailed off last season, so I think there's a, there's a history of indifference. I think the depart the retirement of Julio Arca. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll have it. We must have had it. people did come to see Julio. You could tell it towards the end of last season. I think his impact on games was declining. The, the, the hard tackles, the knocks he was taking were, were, were lasting. You know, he, he was, he couldn't, I think that's why he's probably retired. He couldn't shake off the knocks yeah, and the yeah. kicks and everything. And even he was a target for opposition. So I think his retirement has, will have affected things. And I think at the beginning of last season, we still had the Wembley effect. Without a doubt, yeah. And uh, Julia Arca was still a pull. This season, I know we kind of try and discount the, the pull of the big two. Mm. But Sunderland have at last found their level, if yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. and are beginning to win. Yeah. It's bound to have an effect. And it's yeah. unfortunate that our matches clash with the stadium and lights. Home exactly. games are And nice. I think as well now, it, it, it may seem trivial, but you know, the, the entrance fee is now £10, mm. which it's only £2 more yeah. than last season. But to some people, you know, it's now it's a double figure. Mm. And when you compare that to, is it, like, let's say, Sunderland, we'll see, might put a ticket out for 20 quid. And when it comes to, the, to someone making a choice of saying, will I go and watch Shields today? Or will I go and watch Sunderland? 20 quid to watch Sunderland? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. You know, that might come into it a bit more. Where, you know, when it's single figure prices, £6, £8, the, the choice is far, far easier. And, you know, I think a family... I don't know if Sunderland are discounting tickets for children. I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know that sort of thing. It's but cheaper perhaps, for pensioners, like just... Yeah. Right. But perhaps, perhaps <laughs> South no. Shields... May have to start off. I know other clubs in the in the Evo Stick leagues do offer sort of sessions for children who come with a paying adult. You mm. know, maybe a pound to get in or free entry for under twelves or something like that. <coughs> South Shields may have to go down that line. They do. But at the end of the day, once you've got them in the ground, they'll spend. So the, yeah. the pound or two pounds that you're you're losing on the door, you'll double with yeah. food sales. Yeah. I mean, um, that's the point I've always made before that. Um, Shields have done well in building up, developing this broad band of um, revenue streams. You can walk around round, round the Marist Park and you can spend a fortune. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, but you can. Yeah, you can. There's options yeah. there. I think, you know, if you strip it down or still, you look at where South Shields are with, a, with an average attendance of, say, 1,200. It's fantastic. It's brilliant. It is, isn't it? You know, well, in the Northern Premier League, 1,200? Yeah. Wow. Let's be you know? fair. Yeah. Let's be fair. If you are... Uh, a Shields Gazette reader, whether that's online or in print, and you are a casual supporter, and you think, I might go and watch Shields tomorrow, who they got, or they're playing nickel over sports. Yeah. Mm. Who are they? I'm not bothered. So, we'll go back now to the, the Morpeth game, and the reason behind the selection of the squad that night is because the club do not set the Integral League Cup as a priority, rightly so. The priorities are promotion and a cup run. Whether that's FA Cup, FA Trophy, doesn't matter. It's an FA competition run, but the benchmark is the league. So, in effect, crowds are going to stay as they are until we go up again. So we have to go up. So we're top of the league now, but next season, if, fingers crossed, 
we will we happen to win the title or we go up via the playoffs or you know but if next season South Shields Football Club are in National League North automatically unless like notwithstanding promotions or relegations from that league potentially you've got four local derbies yeah. Yeah. and we've got more away fans more away fans yeah. from ex-football league clubs yeah yeah, yeah. So you won't have the nickel over sports factor. No, you won't. No, You'll have a Spennymoor factor. Oh, due respect to them. Spartans factor. Stockport. Yeah. Stockport County factor. Yeah. York City. York <laughs> City. You know, <laughs> darling, all, all these Chester City, whoever, whoever gets relegated yeah, from the conference yeah. this year. So, so the club have to get promoted. I mean, I think the thing about average attendance, as far as didn't Jeff say at the last Q&A, that, the, that he mentioned a figure, I don't know, it was fifteen or 1,600. As the kind of sixteen hundred is, is, is the budget. Yeah. The budget yeah. sixteen hundred. Yeah. Break even. To break, break, break even. even. Yeah. I think that's optimistic, but and there's there's a point where I suppose you have to cut your cloth accordingly. And if that's if, if you're going to get eleven twelve hundred, then you know you you've got to budget that way. Yeah. You know, ambition's a great thing, and you know the, we want to take the club as far as we can. But I, mm. for it to be self sufficient, we do need to just temper things somewhat. I think yeah. if mm. let's say we don't get promoted this season. Hopefully, we'll not go see it. Because for me, from, from my personal point of view, do I want to go to the Football League? Not bothered. Mm-hmm. You know, probably not. I quite like, you know, like a National League or a National League. It's probably robust stuff to see us go away or to Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. I've started watching South Shields because I wanted to get away from the Football yes, League exactly. and the nonsense that yeah. it all brings. So, yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'd be happy for my town's football club to be self-sufficient with a healthy crowd and you know a playing squad and a budget that fits in with with the mm. what, what the club in our in our own conference yeah that yeah. would be well in this town surely yeah. can support that yeah. you know yeah. but yeah, it's, but it's, it's attendances I mean even if you put the attendance that we've got now in the conference you'd be doing all right you know yeah. so getting I mean look at the population of yeah. Burnley it's roughly South Shields it look is. how well they're awesome. doing yeah, and they're not that far away from a lot of big northwest mm. clubs mm. You know, you can see you mentioned Gator, they've survived in the conference mm. in different stages for, for 30 years, yeah. you know, on no to 500. There's no reason why South Shields can't, can't do Not that. at all. And next season, you could get a couple of marquee signings as well, that <coughs> might add to that attendance. Yeah. yeah. But of course, David yeah. Foley was the marquee signing. Yeah. We were crying out for a marquee signing almost. And it's the shot in the arm that, yeah. that we needed. Mm. Uh, because of that, it just gone a bit flat. It just gone a little bit flat thing. And we needed a shot in the arm, so Harmison came. Yeah. Supporters were happy because I've got a big lad. Um, yeah, big unit. Another big <laughs> unit that I'm um, and, and of course, Foley, it, it's just the, the prodigal son returns. I know. Can I just digress a bit on Foley? Because I think, do you remember that Wembley, uh, sorry, the Weatherby yes. factor when he, as uh, some away fans, I forget where they were going on that particular side. Yeah. Foley and the spending more players yes. were there at the same time I think he was really buoyed up by that mm. and I think that uh, he'd, he'd have a good talk to himself and I think that was instrumental in him coming back to be honest absolutely so, and good on good for the same <laughs> it goes to show that the majority of our fans are positive right yeah. enthusiastic yes and only small amount amount of them are keyboard warriors and we have, always have to take that into account yeah. and it's a really small I know and, and, and you should say to yourself Gonna get involved, I'm not gonna comment, but the things that come out, and you know, this is trolling a lot of them. I'm, well, maybe a lot of them, I don't know what percentage, but some of them say it on purpose to see who's gonna bite, yeah. mm. and that that is 
Well, there's a lot of, it's not just on the field, but off the field, you know, people, we, everyone's entitled to disagree. Yes. People will be listening to this, of will disagree with everything we yeah. say. But that's fine, that's what it's about, it's about opinion. But, if you have to disagree in a way in which, you, you would disagree at your keyboard in the way you disagree face to face. So, for, for instance, there was a complaint about the food. Um, at the start of the season, mm. someone said on on a on a forum, it the food was like slurry or something. You know, it was it was you know it was an awful comment. And, and fair enough, it wasn't good. But would you have said that to the chef's face? No, of course you wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. If I was the chef, I probably would have ginned them. You know what I mean? If you're coming up with stuff like that, yeah. You know, we can we can disagree with decisions that the club makes or the management but do it in a way in which you, you would do it face to face yeah because a comment on a page is one dimensional when you're talking to somebody face to face you've got body language you've got facial expression you've got voice intonation you've got all sorts yeah. all these little signals that we all use to know exactly how you feel about something it's not the words you use but that's all you see on the page uh, and I'm, I'm interested to to note that um the management are going to have a Q&A. Yeah, 8th of October. 8th of October. Yeah. Um, I wonder if anyone who made the comments post-mortem would be there. Lovely. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. You're not going back to that Foley being the shot in the arm. But there's John Shaw coming back, and as well as Gillies in form. Those those things and coming into uh, I'm just think, Just seeing him back on the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Just that for me, that second half against Lancaster. It was almost like being in Northern League Division 1 again. Like, you know, we yeah. wiped the floor with them in the second half. It was magic. And we, I think with those signings now, if you remember the business we did in the summer, yeah. was magnificent. You know, mm. Turnbull, Gillies, Hunter, Brown. Yeah. These, are, these are all marquee signings almost, you know. And we, the business we've done then, if you add in Harmison and Foley, we are fully equipped to win this league. Yeah. Not forgetting Blair Adams, who is yes. the eight moments of magic of the season. Yes! <laughs> Six minutes, except it at half-time in the middle. Blair almost comes in under the radar because yeah. he's just slotted in. So it's Well, I didn't see many of the pre-season games, but uh, I think it was Heaven I came to, that was the first one. Yeah. And Blair Adams was on the pitch, and I thought, I was really, really, and I didn't know any of the players, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It's like watching another team. But I was really impressed with him, and he then was, I found out who he was. He, he stood out. He stood yeah. out. Oh, definitely. There was, there yeah. was, it was the first half was a, was a drama fair in, in yeah. against Heaven, but there were two players yeah. who, who shone. One was Phil Turnbull, and the other was mm. the, the head and shoulders. But everything else was was Blair Adams, um, and that was in a midfield position. And the other thing is, he's, he's got himself a role at the club because he's come from full time football. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, and he now has a coaching role. Yeah, and yeah, I've seen him at the ground coaching. Was that Wednesdays. kind of what well tilted the deal? The fact I, that I mean, because he's obviously like he's a part-time player, and a part-time yeah. coach equals full-time. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, if that's what you've got to do, he's not, that's what how old is he? Twenty-seven. That's not old, is it? That game against Garforth because we'd scored one, and then you can see him just go, oh, "I'm some of this," like because we're one 0 I'm just going to chop it. Give me bish, the ball. Bash, bosh. And he just he, ah, he made that happen. Three yeah. goals in that yeah, yeah. amount of time. And he caught. He made the goal on. He made the goal on Saturday. That was our one bit of football. Yeah. It was probably the only bit of football in the game, to be fair. Uh, one bit of quality, yeah. and uh, we provided it, and, mm -hmm. and, and we've lost the game. You know, so. Um, 
So they were the signings of Foley and Robinson. <coughs> then were the kind of shot in the arm that we needed as a club. Yeah. Uh, because of course we kind of huffed and puffed for a couple of weeks. Supporters were gobsmacked in in the in the you know and that's speaking it mildly. Three nil away from home to it's North Ferriby. No, North Ferriby, yeah, yeah. Um, we're bottom of the league ish. Well, we are now, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. We missed a few early chances in that game, you know. Did they? We missed a few chances early, early. Yeah. And I think us missing that and a bad day at the office just. <laughs> that led to the 3 0. But looking back on the, on those highlights, we, we missed about three or four decent yeah. chances in the first yeah. half. And that came after. A 3 0 home win against Stafford, a team who beat us in the trophy last year. So yeah. you, you can already see we've made strides, mm-hmm. but that came after the debacle at Farsley. Yeah. I mean, the Stafford one was a good one because it was we need to bounce back from this, and we did in spades, we did. didn't we? Talking about bouncing back yeah. at Stafford, can you remember how big the centre half was? <laughs> yeah. the I thought he was a coach. <laughs> I thought they, I thought they were <laughs> huge. I thought those two didn't were part it. of their coaching staff when because t- I was outside the, I was yeah. outside the club. I was having a pint, and they turned up, and these these two massive units. Turned up and I thought a part of the coaching staff, one was a centre forward and one was a centre half. Six, yeah. six and nine, weren't they? Yeah. But, you know, massive but good on the ball. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but they couldn't, they couldn't handle Cogden no. and, and, and you know. them apart, but they were huge. Massive. Sorry, I was a But the, the Farsley debacle, um, you know, we win on the Saturday against Witten, first day, 2 1 win, we huffed and puffed there. You think, well, we're going to Farsley, and I was listening to it on, on, on the radio, we held our own, and then something happened. In three minutes, we were down with nine men, weren't we? Three mm. or four minutes, something like that. Um, I thought Gary Brown was on, was on, he was a bit harsh, I think, with the yellow, at best, I, from the angle we had on the highlights. Mm. What was Finners doing? He lost his head. Totally lost his head. I mean, to be fair, he was very contrite and repentant afterwards, wasn't it? But... He, he's, he's still, we said earlier, he's, he's always on a knife edge, isn't he? So he plays a game on the edge. Yeah, yeah. If he, did, he didn't have that, he wouldn't be the player. No, he might not. So you have to put up with all of the uh, yeah. misdemeanors. To be fair, you know, um, he's only been, well, I think it's only two red cards in his Shields career, and both yeah. on the opening away games of the last two seasons. And the only trouble so is. He's getting himself warmed up in the yeah. season. <laughs> the only trouble is with only one team definitely going up mm. and then playoffs you know league and then divisional playoffs mm. those three points could make a massive difference mm. and the three with him and Gary they cost us three points I think well it cost us at least a point yes at yeah. least because of course we weren't at that point anywhere near our best but we were holding our own that mm. night um, and uh, I mean the Finnegan tackle was like one of those you'd see on one of the compilations on on social media, like Sunday morning uh, tackles, you know, with one of those you'd see. But, uh, um, but we keep saying it, it sounds a bit cliche, but we huffed and puffed at the start of the season. Yeah. Things weren't right. We've already talked about how the, the signings of Harmison and Foley, you know, but a lot of the business had been done before the season even started. Um, and we were nowhere near cohesive. Yeah. Now, say what you want about pre-season campaigns I just thought this one just was 
slightly awry. I thought it was a bit of a mess. What, the pre-season the campaign? Pre-season campaign. Yeah, yeah. When you look at, when we go back a year, the pre-season of last year seemed to have a, 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 a there, was a, there was a plan. There seemed to be, you know, we started with a, with a National League team and we sort of just worked our way down towards our own level and it seemed to have a nice progression um, where this season obviously was affected by the, the, the tournament but there just seemed to be a bit of a mishmash of the standard of teams coming our way um, again lots of players on holiday and whatnot, which you can lots sort of trialists. lots of trialists too yeah, to which it, probably yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so and I know you've you know, you've got to try and look at some players but the, the game against Catalyst you know was it was it necessary? I don't know if it's the, if it was necessary because of the link with Catalyst. Probably, and, you know. Um, com- yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll find Moanda. We did, but did we need that game to find him? I, I'm sure. You know, he's played at Rangers and Kilmarnock. I'm sure our management team have, have well, they've, they've coached him at youth level at Monkseaton, so they know all about him. Did they need that game? Well, you know, again, it was it's probably a commercial thing. I just felt pre-season was a mess. Um, in terms of the, 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 the planning of the games and um, too many players on, on holiday which you know the part time players need to go away with their families but I think Liam Connell arrived back 48 hours before the first league game of the season is that right? It, it's, well, it's neither right I know it's a goalkeeper but that can't help it, it can't help I, I think it, it can't you know he's a, I think he's a teacher so you know he's got to go during, on holiday during the school holidays but I think if we go up a level you know, you, well, even if we don't, even if we don't get promoted, I can't see that the, 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 so many players that have holidays like sanctioned. I think no, you know. But does the club have any? Doesn't have any say in it, do they? Because well, these are part-time guys. Who contract contract time jobs. Players, they might. Con- are, yeah, but these aren't, are they? Some well, are on contracts. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well. So why is it happening after after Wembley? Several players signed two-year deals. But the contracts potentially. Don't um, come into play during the close season. Mm. You know, I have a feeling that's why. You know, there's a lot of talk on the Northern Premier League forums about you know our our season starts really late compared to others. But the, the yeah. clubs have a say in that. Yeah. It's because the, the, the longer the summer goes on, the less they have to pay players. Right. So I think yeah. that therein lies probably we've answered our own question. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we have, but at the same time, uh, I, for me. I can't see that, like you just said, Sai, I can't see next season, whether we are in the Evo State Premier, whether we're in National League North, I can't see holidays being allowed to be taken so late. If they've got to be taken in the six-week school holidays, you take them at the beginning. At least yeah. you've still got two, three weeks yeah. to get that. Yeah. Because when we played Whip and Albion, <coughs> that team hadn't played together. So we're going to implement the fact before now, so if you... Last week, July 1st, we know but, but you know, the, the, that, the team that started that day hadn't played together, and, and that clearly showed. So, all in all, we, we find ourselves, you know, we've gone through that, we find ourselves top of the league, and we haven't been at our best. No. Flashes. Flashes of our best. Flashes. But not consistently at, at our best like we were last season. And I think that'll come. It will, I, I just, yeah. but of course we're going to have players fit. Yeah. Um, sadly, injury is blindness again, you know. Lee Mason's been injured, Barry Smith, we've Kala, you know. I've got this thing in my head that when Kala gets fit, um, Callahan 
Adams, Adams. Gillies yeah. Yeah. on the left flank. Yeah. I, I think would could, I mean, you, could you do that? I'm, I'm not sure, but wow. I mean, we all do it. We? We're digging over the entrails of a season that has barely mm. drawn its first breath. But, but it's been a, a but top you do it. six weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. We find ourselves eight games in, eighteen points, and we're top on merit. Mm. However, you, you our next games four got, games. Yes, exactly. And how oh. close the top six are. Yeah, they are going to be real humdingers. Yeah, the Grantham game may be postponed. Because of the cup, um, is that is that a true representation of the league? And eight, eight games in, are they really top six sides? Well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Is there any yeah. point in doing this? But we do it, obviously. Yeah. But the, the thing that the Warrington, I think, is probably going to be there. The thing that's key for me is keeping Shaw and um, Morse together fit. Because when Shaw wasn't playing, we were leaking goals. Mm-hmm. When he came back, we showed up a little bit. Yeah. If we can keep them two fit. I think in this league, maybe not when we play teams in a higher league, I think we're going to be okay. I think I mean, we have, yeah, we have, we, we have <coughs> the squad to yeah. win this division. Yeah. But again, certainly the games have to be won, the, the midfield battle has to be won, still got to do the graft. You know, someone like a Barry Smith um, last season was, was, was crucial in, in, in that sort of role. Um, just the, the games need to be won. I wonder. Um, as the season goes on, considering the strength of this division, because it is, a, you know, it's it's stacked compared to the other step, yep. step three leagues. Yep. You wonder how many of the clubs, when they visit Mariners Park, how many, well, for the want of a better phrase, park the bus. You know, yep. you, you think, you know, your Warringtons and uh, Gainsboroughs, will they come and, and have a go? You know, I don't think so. Which 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 is team we've seen which seems preposterous really when you, if you look at any other sort of league you know when let's say you know let's talk about the Premier League and you know um, Liverpool go to Manchester City they're not gonna Liverpool aren't gonna park the bus you know it it it's, it seems rather strange really the last season the last season only a few teams didn't do that one of them was Scarborough and they they were probably the most impressive they, they won us three they won three nil yeah and I think though. On, on that day, we, we had chances early on. Yeah. You know, it, it was sort. Of, my memory of that game is one where we, oh, we, we, were, we were soundly beaten, but we did have chances before they got the goal. They just once they got the goal, they managed the game really well, and, and they, they, they did a job on us that yeah. day. But you're right, they did have a goal. They didn't come and just defend. Yeah. They, they, they came and, and, and offered something. Well, although we're disappointed about the FA Cup game, right? In my mind, it's a bonus because now we won't have a fix, as big a fixture pile up as we might. That have is had. a Byproduct, yeah, that's a good one. The only, yeah. the only thing there on is that the Grantham game, which potentially could be played, could be off if right. Grantham win there could be played. However, there may be an opportunity for the club secretaries to rearrange games a la Morpeth yeah. this weekend. Yeah. So if we could get a game rearranged somewhere else, it just means that you haven't got that mm-hmm. build up of fixtures. Get the pressure off March. Which means that it, well it's 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 that they're all gonna be midweek games. Because obviously the, the FA Trophy, the first two rounds that we are in, they are vacant league weeks, so that doesn't create the fixture congestion. Mm. So if we can keep keep that as free as possible. But we seem to thrive on fixture congestion, don't we? We have done for the last two seasons. We seem to thrive on it. Well, we we're not advocating it every season. We're struggling with injuries now. Yeah, yeah. Andy Morris, you know, yeah. he's a yeah. busy fella. You hear him. 
you know. So actually, let's go back to this Morpeth debacle because the, the our brethren out there who um, decided that they would vent their spleen after the game um, didn't realize. I'm sure I wouldn't have realized just how many players were under Andy Morris for Saturday. Mm. Um, Actually, we don't hear a lot about that, do we? We don't. You suddenly a, a player goes missing, he's not even on the bench, and you think he must be injured. But you don't know whether it's choice or whether he's actually injured. You don't. It so might have been a bit, bit of feedback for the club that advertised that. Yeah. Communicated yeah. that. So this is our injury list. It's not data protection, is it? I think say somebody's injured. This is our injury list, just so everyone. Yeah. Ah, but let, let's take it another way. If you're Lee Picton. And Graham Fenton, do you really have to let the supporters know? Well, you don't have to, no. What I'm getting at is, you know, those who moaned about the team selection against Morpeth, you know, we've selected the team tonight because we've got this, 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 this injured. We're thinking about Saturday. They don't have to do that. We, no. You wrote in your programme article at the weekend, we trust them. Mm. You, you know, well, let's trust them. Mm. From my perspective of the Morpeth game, they said they were going to play the academy players. They said they were going to play the fringe players. They knocked money off the gate. Yes. They did. All is, that was up front. This is up front. So it's yeah. like, this is what I'm getting into. More with them probably going to play their strongest team. It's going to be a game to see what happens. I'm not going to. I'm not going to yeah. get upset about it. No, and I think if got one or two comments <coughs> about potential of glory uh, rather than money. There's no glory in the integral league. No, it's in Mickey Mouse. It it really is. That competition had kudos when the final was played at Main Road. Mm. You know, it lost its its sheen when it's a neutral ground. When when they start midweek, midweek. Yeah, the the winner gets two thousand pounds. It cost you probably twice that in travel fees. If I think Mark Carruthers actually said that a lot of teams make a loss on it. Make a loss. Yeah. So if, if you win the competition, you make a loss. Yeah. Because you'll have had to have played yeah. and travelled. Yeah. Unless you've been extremely lucky and had a whole plethora of home games and you've made a bit on the gate and buying the ball. It's have cost you more than the prize money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, it's a bit of a, so it's a nonsense competition. To, to quote, to quote that gentleman on, uh, on, the, on the forum, shame on you, Southfield. Shame on you. I've got no comment. <laughs> Shame on you, South Shields. But, they, but the, 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 the trophy, the FA trophy, is that I think that is the, our biggest chance of getting really far in a glorious competition. It's not like, beyond the realm. We couldn't even get to Wembley. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, you know, the old city were there when we were there. I mean, let's face it, we were never going to get to Wembley with the FA no, Cup exactly in a million years. Exactly. But um, the FA Trophy is the one, yeah. yeah. You know, it's not beyond the realms of no. possibility. Ah, but, 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 when we did the quadruple, we didn't, we didn't play the academy side in the quadruple. We didn't have an academy then. We're exactly course, right, we didn't have one. But we didn't play fringe players. We, we, we went out to win everything. Yeah, but the, the, the games were only 10 miles away. You know, we didn't have to travel down to Sheffield. So uh, without one we have seven. more than four competitions this season. We have, we've got five now. The Durham Challenge. Don't change the trophy. Yeah, Integral FA League. Yeah. competition. Yeah, so competition. We did yeah. last year. Yeah. I mean, there was actually a tinge because you know um, when I interviewed Lee and Graham last year, they laughed about actually being on social media. They don't do social media. They keep themselves completely divorced from it. I wish the heck I could, but I can't. But I forgot what I was going to say now. I let this bit out. 
<laughs> oh. But, uh, yeah, social media, what was I going to say? No, it's gone, forget it. Doesn't matter. Move but, on. But the, the, the whole thing about the, the, the squad selection against Morpeth, um, you know, we said this last season, what is the point of an academy if you're not going to play those lads? Because look at, let's look at Dan Wright. Yeah. Dan Wright has come from Sunderland. Yeah. Um, the kid is an England international, mm-hmm. but really, at the moment, He's miles off. Yeah, yeah. He's miles off. Yeah. And that is, in some respects, not his fault because every game he's played, all of his football, bar the games he's played for us, either as a permanent player or on loan, they've all been age group games. Yeah. Under 12, 13, yeah. 15, up to under 23. Right. He's never played blokes football. I mean, I know he's got talent. Was he with us for a spell last season on and then went back because he was yeah. injured? Injured, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember what I was going to say. Um, yeah, there was a tinge of regret. I think it was Graham did the post-match after Morpeth. There yes. was actually a tinge of regret that we're out the integral now, not because we could have won it, but because it was less yes. players in which we could now use the yeah. academy kids. So if you look, the smile on his face returned when he talked about the Durham Challenge Cup. Yes. So hopefully supporters will realise that the Durham Challenge Cup, if we are, whether we're at home or wherever, um, fringe players will be played. Yeah. You pay your money, you take your choice. So you, you, if you, if you want to only watch South Shields at full strength, don't go to those games. Yeah, just don't it's go. It's as simple as that. And don't kind of, you know, pour scorn on the young lads who are giving hundred percent. No. I looked at Carl Ross in that game, and you can see what he was trying to do. He's being coached the Fentman Picton way. It just didn't come off. Well, and more came know? with the game plan, knowing that they were going to be up against young kids. Yeah. So there was uh, roughhousing, there was intimidation, yeah, but that's what the kids have got to get used yeah, to. Absolutely. And, and how else are they going to get it? And it was a, it was a great run out. I enjoyed the yeah, game. I did. I didn't enjoy the result. No. But I just thought. That goal from Patrash was a word. That was worth the reduced <laughs> sentence fee <laughs> You know, I pay £6 again yeah, to watch that. Wonderful. Um, but I think that some of the supporters think they pay £6 for a win, <coughs> and perhaps they. Um, nah, do it that way. Do a refund um, <laughs> if if you mm. don't win. You know. Listen, we're not. I absolutely don't want to pour scorn on supporters at all, and everyone's entitled to an opinion. But again, it's how you go about voicing your disapproval, disapproval, that, yeah. or disappointment in it. That's it. What was put and on social media after that game yeah. last week was downright appalling. Uh, and and if I was a, if I was one of the, if yeah. I was a member of that team, reading some of the comments, I think. Do well, I really want to play the South Shields? Upset, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Do I really want to play the South Shields? If that's if, if I'm going to stay there and the supporters are like that. What well, amazes me, there was one guy in particular. I think you probably all know what I mean. He was accusing one of our number of insulting him. He was offended, and I'm thinking there's too much um, stalled in people being offended these days. It's all right to be offended. I've been offended thousands of times, and I know till I draw my last breath, I will still. Be offended. It's all right. It's part of human life. Yeah. What is not insulting is not right, and people are confusing the two things. Mm. If you know what I mean. I think. And basically, if you can't take it, don't give that's it. That's right. And I, I think some of the comments is actually an insult, an insult to the intelligence of the yeah. management team. Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but all in all, you know, despite the negativity in it, I think there's been more there's been more negativity in this first six weeks than I think we've seen at all 
in the Jeff Thompson era. Yeah, I, I, I think you're probably it. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for a number of reasons. Number of yeah. reasons, you know, results on the pitch, <coughs> and doors, yeah. and but South Shields find themselves top of Evo Stick Premier yeah. with everything to play for in terms of the league. Um, yes, out of the cup, out of the Integral Cup. Um, as dreadful as that sounds, um, but we've still got the FA Trophy, the Durham Challenge. There's lots to play for, mm. lots to play for. Um, we're talking about the academy. They had a great start of the season. Um, Wonderful. Um, yeah. I didn't get to the FA Youth Cup game. That's, That's where the they're shining at the moment. I mean, they won two games in the FA Youth Cup. Yes. I think the first one was against Stockton it Town, was. where they came back to win 4-3 after being 2-0 and 3-2 down. Mm. The second game was Benimore, wasn't it? Yes. Where they were winning 1-0 up to the dying seconds, and then Spennymore drew level. And then they went on, so now they've got to lift themselves psychologically, score two goals in extra time to win 3-1. I don't know when the draws made for that, whether it's already, it's already, been already made. Yeah. And we are at home to Gateshead. Oh, of course, yes. But I mean, it's just, it just smacks of spirit, grit, determination. And I think that augurs well for, because I can see, in a few years' time, we'll be talking about some of these academy players. Definitely. I can remember him when he played that, you know what I mean? Total attendances. Mm. What was the attendance of the academy game? 250. That's fantastic. Yeah, oh. Yeah, absolutely. Some like Northern League, some Northern League teams were, people yeah. there. Yeah. Most clubs would love that. You well, I've got to see Mask tomorrow night, who are now in the Evo East, which is, mm. used to be Evo mm. North, playing Tagcaster. And I guarantee there won't be that many there. Mm. Yeah. And being drawn against Gateshead mm. probably means you might break a 300. Oh, I'm yeah. Um, yeah. So the kids that came in against Morbeth, Carl Ross, etc., we've seen them before. Um, but there's some good kids, some new lads. Um, well, of course, they're, they're filling up the three years, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. That academy. But then you've got the Futures Academy, which will be feeding the bottom end mm. of the, mm. the adult academy. Yes. I mean, there's, personally speaking, there's a kid in the academy um, who um, I'm paying particular interest in, a, guy, a lad called Emerody Emby, um, was at Newcastle, released by Newcastle, but he was coached by a, a friend of mine in his junior, junior football mm. days, and um, he, he made Paul and coached him, thinks the world of him and says we've got a real prospect <coughs> um, in Emerald, so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on it, by all accounts he's done well so far, I know um, the management read him, I've spoken to one member of the management team who, who, who said, you know, the kid has got something about him, so these kids coming through, um, what, we, what we need to do is make sure that we as supporters, I think, Give them the baton that they need oh, to. They, they, they have to hear the positivity. They mm-hmm. have to. That's what you do to children yeah. to encourage them. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you praise their efforts, etc. They're going to make mistakes. They know that. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be pilloried for it. No, you yeah. wouldn't like to think they were reading those comments. No, exactly right. Unless they were and young, and probably they were because they're. Yeah, they're they're probably more of what they with social media uh, than we are. Yeah. I wonder if. The management team have said, said stay, stay off. off it. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, Ronnie, happy with the season so far? Unhappy? Yeah, I mean, taking all things into account, right? We're we're top of the league. Mm. We're we've got two hundred plus at our academy. Mm. I mean, we've just gone through a FA Cup match, which I think the club will learn a lot from mm. in terms of 
how on the field and off the field. Um, it, we're watching brilliant, passionate, and honest football. And I think if we continue to, if the club just continues to focus on that product, focus on entertainment, that's all you can do. And then hopefully the crowds will come in. I don't think they can do anything more. Yeah. And what we said, the crowds will come in eventually. Yeah. yeah. If we get that right Still level, doing the when right things. there's more than just a factor of, oh, we'll go and watch Shields. There's a factor as well, we're playing national football or there's a local derby or there's all of it. We've already talked about that. But, you know, Terry, start the season. I know you missed. I missed, missed a lot. I mean, it's not the okay, you know, on the Twitter feed, which Dan Prince does. You've got the post match interviews, you've got the 12 or 50 minute highlights. It's not the same. It's not the same as I should be in there because you kind of get the, yeah. the vibe as well. But I actually listened to the back end of our last podcast and you said something about. Um, if we got um, seven points out of nine, the first nine yeah, points, we, we, we didn't get them. Got did six, we? got yeah. six out of the possible nine. But I think we're, you know, I think we're doing ourselves down here because, as you say, we're top of the league. I know that it's very tight at the top end. It's very, very early days. Seriously, don't think we've got anything to worry about. We've got a lot of naysayers, a lot of naysayers that we've talked about. But I honestly think they will shrink it in the background once that we start to... And I'm sure we will. It's all a matter of... Um, it's like years ago when you bought a car, you had to run it in for 500 miles where you couldn't go over a certain speed, etc., etc. That's all that's happening here. There was a seismic change in personnel yeah, huge. in the close season. And it still happened up to 40 signing. So yeah. It's still evolving. Yeah. You can yeah, see on Saturday exactly. yeah. when we weren't at the... We didn't have the formation. We used to. Yeah, we're going to lose matches. Yeah, yeah. You know, Concur with the lads. I think um, you know, top of the league, eighteen points in eight games. You know, when, where even a period of consolidation might have been sort of acceptable for you know after promotion, we're, we're looking good. I think late on um, against Lancaster and going up against Matlock, you could see things are now happening on the. It's just the jigsaw is being put together. You know, yeah. it, it, it's it's coming good. It might take another couple of weeks. We look forward to the next few weeks um, with, with with Warrington Town, uh, especially on Saturday. It, it's a good, it'll be a good gauge of where we are at because Warrington we were, were top three last season. Yeah, um, they're a strong side. Be a good benchmark, and if we can come away, even you know, let's hope we come away with three points. But as long as we put a performance in then I'd be quite happy with that and yeah I think when you look you just look at the bare bones of our squad you know it's got it, it's the best squad in the league yes. and, and, and I'm quite confident that um, that you know we'll, the playoffs aren't as easy this year because there's an extra yeah, facet sure of the, layer to, to it, the playoffs yeah. but I think um, you know we, we, we should be there or thereabouts for the, for the top spot excellent well, gentlemen, thank you very much indeed for your time. Ladies and gentlemen out there, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this hour of tete-a-tete um, -tete between the four of us. Um, and um, we look forward to your company again when we reconvene for the next episode of the All Things Mariners podcast. We've thoroughly enjoyed putting this one together for you. We hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll speak to you very, very soon. Thanks for listening. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this All Things Mariners podcast. There'll be another one along soon before you can say Julio Arca. Go, 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 go.